No matter where you are or what you're doing, nothing stops you in your tracks than a theme song you grew up with. You're now listening to Catchy, a theme song podcast with your hosts, Trina, Shelby, and Addie. Each week, one of us will pick a song we will present to the rest of the host to share the fun facts, the lyrics, play games, and more. Today's outdated 90s lead singer is... Addie. Yay. Hi, Addie. Yay. All right. So to go off with the theme, um, can we remind what the theme is for the month? Yes. The theme was for March is just celebrating those kick-ass women out there. Mm-hmm. So mine is a little different um, than most theme songs, but I'm just going to go right into it. And then if you all can uh, recognize it, just let me know. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. So that was kind of hard because obviously I'm not like a band with like multiple, but it quickly goes into three phases and then it like as each phase progresses, it um, goes a little faster and uh, because it's drawn out first, so it's that slow pace, and then it goes faster, drawn out though, and then it has that swaying song, and then it just like ends at the end. Can I just say that you two hum very well? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm always out of tune, but when you guys hum, I'm like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I was hoping it was this one. <laughs> Go ahead, Shelby. I'll let you. I think we both know, so you you say. I mean, I think you. I know. Yeah, the Parks and Rec. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there so are good. no lyrics to this theme song. It just goes with the credits uh, shortly after the first scene of the episode. Then it goes into the credits with like pictures of the city, really corny, like, you know, cheesy, um, along with the characters of the show. It's a very nostalgic opening um, theme song and like credits because not many of the shows do this anymore where it's like a theme song and it has the cheesy like, oh, you're looking at me type of thing and like replaying certain <laughs> scenes. And that's what Parks and Rec still uh, held up for those years that it was active. But, you know, to kind of make up for this song not having a theme or um, lyrics, which I won't be going into the lyrics because it's a very long song it's the sebastian 5000 candles in the wind song so if you've seen the show you kind of know what i mean if you haven't you should get on this train quickly because it's a very funny show always puts a smile on our faces it's well written from beginning to end um the characters really grow and progress i think in a very like just as it should um but that sebastian song a lot of people know <laughs> that song it's very cute heartbreaking um and then there's the andy's mouse rap band there's a lot of songs that he sings um kind of off the cuff because he's just like this uh struggling artist so he tries where he can but um those are some of the more memorable songs of the show 
I have a confession, actually. I think I shared this before. I've only technically seen the first season of Parks and Rec. Yeah. I haven't seen it all the way through. Wow. I know like the actors and the characters and I enjoyed the season that I watched, but I and maybe saw some back in the day when I had cable, saw some random episodes, but I never I never finished it. You should finish it. We actually didn't watch it live. We once the series was done, is that's when we mm. caught on. We caught we uh jumped on that wagon after it was all said and yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. He, I'm a huge fan of Amy um, Poehler, but never really saw her show until after it was uh, her book that actually convinced me to read to watch oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, it's I highly recommend. The episodes are really short too, so it's yeah. not too much of an investment for like a quick laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before we get into more about the show and fun time, just a couple of quick facts about the song. The song is called Parks and Rec, and we'll get into why a little bit later. Its length is about 30 seconds. It's composed by, again, there's no lyrics, um, composed by Gabby Moreno and Vincent Jones. And it was selected from a contest for the show. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So about the show. Leslie Nope, a middle-level bureaucratic in Indiana Parks and Rec Department, in the Parks and Rec Department, hopes to improve her town and fulfill her career dreams as a great politician, one that's not steered away from the corruption. We're taking through what she faces on a daily basis, the simple tasks that turn into comedic journeys with the rest of her colleagues. We see the entire cast, you know, aka the Department of Parks and Rec, shift from no one really know knows what they do and really cares to what they do does become important in a group of funny people. The main cast break down into Leslie Note, played by Amy Poehler, Ron Swanson, which is played by Nick Offerman, mm -hmm. Ann Perkins, which is Rashida Jones, Donna Magel, hope I'm say, saying that right, played by Rita, April Ledgate, played by Aubrey Plaza, Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt, Tom Haverford, played by Aziz Ansari, and then Gary uh, Gergrich, I can never say his name, <laughs> uh, played by Jim O'Hare, Ben Wyatt by Adam Scott, and then Chris Traeger, played by Rob Lowe. So it's quite an extensive cast, but really- as the seasons progress, some of these characters actually stick around. Um, I think, when does Rob Lowe and Ben come into play? Like season three or something, right? I think so. Is it season three? Maybe earlier. I don't remember, but... It was a while. It took a while. It took a while? Mm -hmm. But they're great additions to mm -hmm. the show. I think Rashida Jones, too. She started on The Office, right? And then she, like... Then was on Parks and Rec, and I think she like randomly came back in the office a couple times, but mm, I don't know her I've name. Never her seen character the office, in the office. To be honest Ooh, with you, I've only seen be another catchy. It's one of those shows that my brother was into, so I saw like bypassing, but I've never seen like a beginning to end episode. I think the mm -hmm. camera angles and how they kind of the way they film it, it just kind of gets to my eyes. Like, oh, I'm gonna throw mm -hmm. up. <laughs> <laughs> just a confession. The Office never took with me either, and I don't know why, but I know a lot of people love it, and 
might get some hate mail for this, but I just, nothing appealed to me about that show. I don't know. It definitely would not go over very well today if it was on air. I actually don't even know if it would even make it on air because of some of the things that Michael Scott, uh, Steve Carell's character said, or just a lot of the things that happened. I actually, another confession, (laughs) we're making all the confessions. I never finished The Office. I think I got to like season seven and like Michael, I mean, spoiler alert, Michael ends up leaving the show or Steve Carell at some point towards the end, but I just couldn't bring myself to watch that last episode when he left because I knew I would just cry and never wanted to (laughs) never want to watch again i think that's why i didn't want to watch parks and rec live i thought it was kind of like the office so i'm like "Eh, i don't know if Mm -hmm. i want to get into it but so here is the first fun fact of the show (laughs) um you're not wrong both of you are kind of leaning towards this direction of your comments but parks and rec was supposed to be an official spinoff of the office and which is another reason why i agree with you Trina, which is why I didn't want to watch it at first, because it kind of gave that same vibe, and it all just makes sense why some of this kind of mm. fell through. Overlap. Yeah. Huh. Cool. That's fun fact number one. It's a great fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> so ready for more fun facts? Yes. Okay. Ron Swanson's anti-government official was based on a real city planner the show producers interviewed while doing their research for the show. The guy admitted, I don't believe in the mission of my job. (laughs) Uh, Sticking with Ron, his second wife on the show, known as Tammy 2, is played by (laughs) Megan Mullally. Mullally? Mullally. Uh, Will and Grace, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Which is Nick Offerman's real wife. Oh, I did not know that. Which is great. That's awesome. (laughs) They just laugh at each other all day, I feel like. (laughs) The writers felt really bad about how they were constantly mean on the show or his character for uh, Jerry Gergrich, who uh, they always picked on him. They punked him. He was always the joke of the department. So a way of making up for it was to give him a very picture-perfect family, so much so, so much so that it would surprise them that like his wife was a model, uh, which is actually played by the supermodel Christy Brinkle, Brinkley? Brinkley, yeah. Brinkley. Brinkley. Uh, and then perfect three beautiful daughters, one of which uh, Rob Lowe's <laughs> character, uh, Chris, dates for some time, uh, becomes heartbroken. But uh, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> but that's I think that was well worth it. You know, at some point, even in writing my show notes for this show, I was like, is it Gary? Is it Jerry? Like <laughs> they kept changing his name so they much did. because they wanted to show that he was such punked that nobody really invested into who he was so much so that they forgot his real name so they would call him anything that sounded close to jerry that's really funny that's awesome. <laughs> so messed up it's funny every time i see him anywhere else i said oh there's jerry gary yeah. <laughs> jerry gary <laughs> the cast would shoot scenes as they were written and they took multiple um scene cuts every time But in addition to running through that exercise, they also shot additional uh, scenes running through the script, but then throwing improv pieces to see if they can make it funnier. Wow. Here's a cool location, did you know? Um, The exterior shots of City Hall is in Pasadena, California. That's the (laughs) Pasadena uh, City Hall. 
when you come here, Shelby, we should take you on a, a catchy Hollywood tour, tour. Hollywood tour I of need all the shows that we ideas. did. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. They reassessed Leslie Nope's role after season one because they wanted to accomplish two things that she, one, didn't come off too ditzy, and two, didn't come off too much like Michael Scott from The Office. Mm. So that's why they you kind of see a strong shift of season two and on. How funny. I never thought of her as ditzy, though. I don't think I did. That's in season funny. one, they kind of, she kind of does play a little airy, but because she's, in season one, it's very, like, even the first episode is hilarious where she's like, yeah. she's a determined, but then because of her determination and, like, naiveness, it would get her into, like, this spacey character from time to time. Mm-hmm. So they took that and said, okay, we like this, but we need to avoid these two things. So they pushed for her character development in season two. I think a lot of the time, too, when someone suggested Parks and Rec to me, they had said, like, oh, it's, you know, Leslie Nope's basically the female version of Michael Scott. Like, that was how the show was introduced to me. And maybe that was because that person was an Office fan first, and they were like, you should watch Parks and Rec. So that's interesting how. And I did hear that after the first season, it gets, it like, it's not so similar to like how the office kind of yeah. started i guess but yeah. yeah she's hands down like a million times better than michael scott <laughs> yeah <laughs> she seems like a better better person <laughs> so recently a lot of um there's a certain scene that kept coming up in the um 2020 elections and that was the whole joe biden winning winning right mm. uh so they took a lot of different ways to shoot that based off of the election that was happening then with um, Obama and Biden running for office again for their second term. So they shot different scenes for that. But also the day that they were shooting the Joe Biden scene was when they discovered they had not won the Emmy for the best for best comedy. Wow. So instead of being upset, writer and creator Mike Schur announced that he was going to write the scene where Ben proposes to Leslie. So something to just distract the crew from not winning the Emmy for Best Comedy. Backstory to Shelby. Leslie Nope like loves Joe Biden. Is like the biggest Joe Biden (laughs) fan. So he did appear on the show. So just a little backstory on that since that's awesome. You haven't seen it, but she's like idolizes him and wants to be just like him or something like that. (laughs) Loves him. That's awesome. So as you can imagine, for a very popular show, there was many fun facts, but I turned those fun facts into game time questions. Oh, no. (laughs) You ready for the scoreboard? Scoreboard. Ready for Shelby's score to tank. (laughs) I don't know. You're good at your 50-50 guessing, though. That's That's true. I have up to this point. have eight questions for this round okay so four and four who wants to go first i guess i can go all right true or false composers were given five days to submit their entry for the theme song i will say true and you are correct (laughs) that face i was like ooh, uh uh-oh A massive email was sent to the artist under the BMI membership. So if you're a musician, 
you'd sign up for this membership. And yeah, they they gave everybody five days to wow, submit wow. their entry. That's not a lot of time, especially to like, you don't want to rush something like that, but five days is kind of like, yeah. you're going to spend the majority of those five days figuring out your song. <laughs> yeah. All right, Shelby, this is connected to the first one. Oh boy. The winning composer received a prize of A, 7,500, B, 55,000, or C, nothing because they will earn on the royalties. Ooh. That's a good one. Oh, man. I'm going to guess B. And you got it incorrect. (laughs) 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 The answer is A. They received 7,500. And they had to release all the rights to NBC. Wow. Wow. I had a feeling C wasn't because I'm like, I don't think that's, I don't know, but I was guessing that wouldn't be a thing. I don't know anything about anything like that. That's funny. I would have guessed C. Can you imagine though, like giving up the royal, like full royalty rights for 7,500. You live in California. (laughs) Like, yeah, you Come on, like you don't really see even half of that after taxes, yeah. and it becomes such like a. I worked full days on this. Yeah. <laughs> man. But Dang. I don't think composers know exactly what it's going to be used for until afterward. Mm-hmm. Okay, Trina, true or false? The map of Pawnee is a real map of a town in Indiana. Oh, I think I should know this, and I don't. I will say, well, ooh, I'll say false. I have no idea. <laughs> you are incorrect. Oh, I should have went with my gut. <laughs> <laughs> it is a map, but it's a flipped version of the map of Muncie, Indiana. Nice. Mm. All right. All right. Oh, that's funny. I like that. That's creative. <laughs> flipped. All right, Shelby. Okay. Which of the following was an inspiration for Aubrey Plaza's character, April? <laughs> her BFF, her mother, the postal worker at her local post office, <laughs> or her sister? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to guess her sister, D. And you're correct. Oh. <laughs> I almost said mother. I'm happy I didn't. Wow, that was a solid. It's based off of her sister, and her sister actually is the sister in her show, in the show. Oh, no way. Okay. (laughs) That's cute. Okay. Shelby, let's have you go on this time. Um, Let's have you take this turn just so we can break up this true-false thing that I didn't intentionally do. (laughs) It's played out that way. (laughs) True to true-false, Shelby. Kill in the blank. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We're trying to knock you down because you're in the lead. I'm just kidding. (laughs) True or false? Ron Swanson is an actual director of a Parks and Rec. (laughs) Um, I want to. I'm going to go. I'm just going to say true. You are correct. So I did not think (laughs) I was like I think it's false but I'm gonna go with true that was a really wild time in my head so there is a actual um director of Parks and Rec in here and here in El Segundo California 
which is where oh. the main idea for the show came from. So cool. the previous fun facts we discussed about somebody where his character is based off of, but the actual mm-hmm. role, uh, this, there is a person named Ron Swanson and Elsa Gano. That's <laughs> awesome. I oh, wonder man. if they look similar. Right. Probably not. I, <laughs> I kind of hope they do. Okay, Trina. Mm-hmm. The original title of the show was A, Don't Forget About Us. B, public service, or C, parks and rec with the word recreation abbreviated as it is or shortened as it is. That's a good one. Don't forget about us, public service, or parks and rec. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know this, but I don't. <laughs> I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Uh, I'll guess C. You are Incorrect. Was it B? It was B. Uh, Damn. I was gonna say wait, B. what was what was B again? Public, Public service. service. Oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. Dang. Close. Overthinking it. <laughs> so close. <laughs> All right, Shelby. Yeah. True or false? You can purchase Leslie Nope's book on Pawnee. <laughs> I have no idea. True. True is my guess. <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I got scared. That was my you can actually find the book on, guess where else? Amazon. And Amazon. purchase it for a Kindle or an actual printout. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. And the last one goes to you, Trina. Okay. Let's go. Which character or characters were only meant to be a guest of the show, not full-time characters? A, Andy, which is played by Chris Pratt. B, Chris by Rob Lowe. C, Ben, who's played by Adam Scott. Or D, all of the above. Oh, tricky with all of the above. That is tricky. I'll say B. B? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? That's my my final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Own a friend. (laughs) Yeah. You are incorrect. Uh, uh, was, it D? was it D? It was D. Oh my god! Uh, I had a feeling it was D. I, I remember hearing that Chris Pratt was supposed to wasn't supposed to be a regular. I didn't know about Adam Scott. Yeah, he was on the show. Did you ever watch the show called Party Down? Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's pretty funny, and I don't know what it was originally on, but he was on the show. I think it was only one season, and then I heard the reason the show really didn't continue was because he was one of the main characters, and he got like on Parks and Rec or something, I think. Oh, well, damn. Yeah. That's funny. So Chris's um, character, Andy, was supposed to only last for that first season because he plays um, Anne's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Chris and Ben, those two characters, came in. If you recall, like, the story, it's like a the department's going through something and they kind of come in to kind of help or evaluate. So it's supposed mm-hmm. to, again... Those characters were meant for like a season, but then it progressed on to the rest of the story. Nice. Well, scores are Shelby still winning at 23. Whoa. Trina at 18 and Addie at 15. Aw. We don't even know where we're going to. We didn't even have, we don't have a limit, right? I guess we're just going to. No. Maybe a catchy score. We'll just figure it out at the end of the year or something. I don't know. Who knows? 
or for our year anniversary. We wrap, wrap it around. It oh, oh, when is our idea. year anniversary? That's like, oh, I mean, October. not super soon, but October, yeah. Yeah. And then we start fresh from there. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Yeah. October. That is. Is the end date. The catch anniversary. <laughs> Catchy anniversary. I don't know. Catch anniversary. All right. It's time to go on a date. A blind one. <laughs> Who do you hope shows up? And I'm not going to limit the cast. So really, you can choose anyone from Leslie Nope, Ron Swanson, Ann Perkins, Donna, April, Andy, Tom, Jerry, Ben, or Chris. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you know... I first want to say Anne, but I think I'm going to go with Leslie. <laughs> yes. I think I'll go with Leslie because uh, she's so positive. Yeah. <laughs> she always looks on the bright side. <laughs> and uh, character-wise, I think out of all of them, she would be fun. She would be fun and funny. I don't know much about all the characters, but I do think, I mean, yeah, I feel like Leslie would be hilarious, but I think... Probably going to go with who I had said, like April, probably, because I like this. I mean, from what I've seen, she's pretty sarcastic, like quirky. I just love Aubrey Plaza, too. So I choose that. Very cool. I think for me, it's really hard because I know like Tom would give you like a really good date experience because that's just his swag. He's all about that, Mm -hmm. you know, love, hopeless, romantic type dude. Um, But I think I think uh, I think I'd go with Ann Perkins. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Nice. We have a good choice. We have a good like <laughs> mix do. of people. <laughs> okay. Second question. If you can be or have their job for a day, <laughs> which one would you pick? <laughs> Leslie Nope. Ron Swanson. Ann Perkins, if you recall, she's the one that's the nurse who's actually not really part of the department until later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> April. Andy Dwyer, who kind of finds his footing towards the end of the or mid-season, he finally gets like an official job. Um, Tom Haverford, Jerry, Ben Wyatt, or Chris. I think I'm going to say I think I would pick Ann Perkins as a nurse. I think I'd pick that. I think that was yeah, the one that jumped out at me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might go. I feel like Leslie's responsibilities stress me out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, maybe Ron, and then you can just see what everybody else does every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll pick Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one sounds ideal. I don't know why I didn't say that. <laughs> I think for me, I'd pick. Uh, I think I can relate to her like ambitious goals. <laughs> She's kind of dorky about certain things. Which is Leslie Nope. I think I'd like to be Leslie yeah, Nope for a while. Nice. nice. I love it. But I also, a uh, supporting character, or not supporting character, a special character that comes in and out throughout the seasons of the show. I love that uh, she plays Leslie's campaign manager or just like, oh, yeah. I forget. She's also like a main actress. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. What's her name? Catherine Hahn, isn't it? 
I think oh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Is it her? I love yeah. her. She's so good. <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> She's a very underrated actress who I feel like yeah. lately has just been like, people are like, oh, she's amazing. And I'm like, she's been incredible for so long. Yeah. yeah. She's her, so good. She's so good in this this series, along with um this other news anchor lady. The uh the talk show host. Right? Yeah, the talk show host. And it's she's kind of like a spills the dirt too. She makes it uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm gonna have to watch this show. Joan Calamazio. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is the eccentric host of Pawnee today and a reoccurring <laughs> character on the show. She is hilarious. <laughs> so I just kind of want to take this time to say that there are a couple honorable mentions for this month's theme. Um, there's one that I highly recommend. It's also a comedy, really great show, short episodes. But I think when I think of like these type of shows that are comedy, short, there's no other show that's so well written the actors hold up the characters so well from beginning to end. It lasted for five seasons, Trina. I forget. I think it is five seasons. I think it's five, yeah. But that's the middle. And the two women oh, on no. that show. The middle is nine seasons. The middle is nine, nine seasons. seasons. Oh, I've never I've never seen that. Oh, you have to watch it. I don't it. think I've heard of that either. Oh, yeah. so it is good. so underrated. So many people forgot it. I highly recommend everybody who's listening try to find a way to watch it. There's a free form that plays it every single day mm -hmm. when there's no movie of the month um, during, like, I don't know, they have like a block of time in the middle of the day, but just DVR it, do what you got to do. Um, but the two women on that show is Susu Heck, which is the daughter. <laughs> My gosh, like from beginning to end, <laughs> that character just like is so strong and then the mom just because of who she is um and what she has to deal with i highly <laughs> give those two characters a shout out but also the actresses yes, are yeah. really really amazing um also Issa ray of insecure another badass writer director actor she's just a creative force in the industry but the stories and what she's been creating is cannot go unnoticed and it's not like homegirl has hbo mm. like in her back pocket and all these other projects but i highly recommend those two shows very different shows um yeah. but mm -hmm. really well worth watching kevin bacon yeah oh yes wait <laughs> you think i could be related not related but you think i could be six degrees to kevin bacon? i said six degrees to kevin bacon because he owns a connecticut farm and aren't you from connecticut that was really funny i am from connecticut that would be hilarious i if bet you could that. connect to him i bet i could for parks and rec is pretty easy by way of rob Lowe. oh yeah mm -hmm. and he and matt dylan were in a movie called the outsiders and Matt Dillon mm -hmm. was in a movie with Kevin Bacon called Wild Things. Oh, I actually watched that recently for you the did? very first time. <laughs> yes, very much enjoyed it. <laughs> that was the ending I thought was like, that was a good little twist going on. I was I was wondering if it held up because when I watched it back when it came out, I loved I thought, it. So yeah, I was wondering if it held up. I thought it was great. It was, I mean, it was very, I forget when it came out in the 90s. I probably wasn't allowed to see it when I was in like middle school. Like, you can't see that. But yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I think it held up pretty well. You should watch it again <laughs> for the know. heck of it. Why not? <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So for April, uh, our theme is kind of a free for all, right? 
Yes. We'll just yeah. do a choose whatever you want. For no rhyme or reason, just whatever you want. It's going to be wild card month. I like it. Yeah, there you go. Wild card. Wild card April. So with that, does anybody have a hint for next week? I do. It's between two shows, but I think I'm going to go. I think I'll go with this one. And the hint is Regal Beagle. Hmm. <laughs> Regal Beagle. <laughs> I, do. I love it. And you I both are probably way too young for the show, but I don't know. It's, it's something that I like to watch. So we'll see. Cool. And the theme song has lyrics. So we'll discuss yeah. lyrics. <laughs> nice. Nice. It was fun hanging out at Pawnee. Let's do it again. Yes. yes. Head over to catchypodcast.com and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And follow us on Instagram to stay in touch for the in-between episode fun. The IG handle is at catchypodcast, just like the name of the show. And for this podcast, we are signing, signing off. off. So about the show, Lesney, Lesney, <laughs> <laughs> Leslie's knee, <laughs> Chris prayed, prayed, <laughs> or B, um, my gosh, April's theme, I'm good at that, wow, okay, <laughs> okay I'll, I'll do it, I can do it, I can do it, okay, so with that, does anybody have a hit, oh my gosh.